we're at a point where the market is adopting this technology. If you don't call it mainstream today, you will be in a very short period of time. Technology is transforming how we think, how we lead, and how we win. From InterVision, this is Status Go, the show helping IT leaders move beyond the status quo, master their craft, and propel their IT vision. Welcome to Status Go. I'm your host, Jeff Tun. You know, since almost the dawn of the computer age, it's all boiled down to networking, tying computers together. It seems like no matter what we're talking about when it comes to technology, what we're talking about when it comes to running an IT shop, it boils down to the network. Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Kevin Von Monfranz. He is InterVision's Senior Product Director, and we're going to talk about SD-WAN. It's something that has been talked a lot about for the last year or more. It's gone through some hype cycles, and we're going to try to cut through all of that and get to the, the core of what SD-WAN is and what it can do for your business. But before we get into that, Kevin, I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background and the work that you're doing here at InterVision so our audience can get to know you a little bit. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. As Jeff mentioned, Kevin Van Monfrans, I'm uh, the Senior Director of Product Management here. I've been with InterVision for uh, a bit over four years now, but I've been in the managed services space for, for over a decade and even longer with uh, working with some uh, technology manufacturers. Um, and my role here at uh, InterVision is to lead the product management efforts around our new innovations, the new products that we bring to market based on what's happening in the marketplace. And, and Jeff, I like your introduction about everything kind of pointing back to the network. As I've evolved through my career, um, and I've been in IaaS, I've even been in you know, building compute and storage solutions, the network is integrated in every single one of those. Um, what you're seeing today with SD-WAN is maybe even a higher convergence of networking and other functions coming together and making, you know, making networking the, the central part of uh, a branch office. That's a great jumping off point. Why don't, why don't you spend a, a few minutes just, what is SD-WAN? Sometimes it's hard to cut through some of what we're reading to, to the essence of SD-WAN. So can you describe for our audience what it is? Yeah, we've been hearing about software-defined functions uh, for, for a number of years now, but when it comes down to SD-WAN, this is really the first big change in about 20 years in uh, the networking approach. So what SD-WAN is, is doing is it's um, a couple things. It's unifying a number of network functions right there at the WAN edge, security, routing, WAN optimization. It's also changed in the way that we think about networking. Traditionally, we kind of had a bottom-up approach to networking. And there are certain technologies, and it enables us to do certain things. We kind of build around the technologies. But today, with, with the capability and the functions in SD-WAN, combining with some automation, and uh, automation being machine learning and and uh, artificial intelligence. SD-WAN is allowing us to take a business-first approach to networking and define what the business intent is and then have the networking and the security and those functions kind of follow what the business intended to do. So that's kind of the essence of SD-WAN today. 
so how does it how does it change the way that a network engineer looks at his or her network? We, we talk about software-defined networking, and you made the comment about business first and looking at, at uh, the business requirements. But on a daily basis, what's that do to the network engineer and the way they view the network? Yeah. So the network engineer today needs to really understand what the business is trying to do rather than, you know, route protocols and, and effects of jitter and latency. They really need to understand what, what the network is trying to do to facilitate the business. Um, so here's a change. Previously, we would put in big lines like MPLS lines and route it all back to the data center if you had a, a branch office, a regional office, something like that. And that presents a lot of problems. You're, you're backhauling all the traffic so that you can secure it. Um, you know, that's where a lot of the applications were. When you start having to kind of go off beyond that, you might have a lot of issues like hairpinning and, and other things that come up. So what's changing now is uh, with cloud-based applications, you know, a lot of SaaS applications, uh, maybe some of your compute sits in your data center, maybe some of your compute sits in AWS or Azure or Google Cloud or, or wherever the, the latest place is that, that meets your business purposes. So what effectively is changing is we need to understand in very simple terms, the business intent. Describe what you want the network to do. You know, hey, I want voice traffic uh, to perform very, very well, and I might prioritize that over some other traffic. And if you can articulate that, uh, these tools will help automate the traffic shaping around your business intent. Uh, that doesn't mean a network admin is absent of any duties moving forward. Uh, we're also getting a lot more information and analytics, um, but we're, we're managing the business intent rather than managing protocols and technical limitations. So what are some of the benefits to a company to do a, a network upgrade or a network re-architecture and implement SD-WAN? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of benefits uh, with SD-WAN today. One of the ones that's very appealing to customers is deployment speed. We're, uh, we've evolved to a point where you really have zero touch deployments for SD-WAN. You're describing business intent and building policies from a, a centralized cloud-based management console. And you can very quickly and rapidly deploy those policies out to the WAN edge, uh, wherever the device resides, uh, without physically having to show up, without having to be the master of command line interface, CLI. And you don't have to do it on a device by device basis. And imagine that you're configuring rules and policies on a device by device basis. And if you've got hundreds of sites, maybe thousands of sites, if you're a retailer, it's extremely error prone. So uh, the deployment speed and reliability is a, is a huge benefit. The other benefit is cost savings. SD-WAN has become transit agnostic. So traditionally a, a WAN edge where you know, the business is critical you know, perhaps we were putting two MPLS lines in place for full redundancy. And, and in that case of redundancy, we wanted a good performance and whatnot. Now you can start mixing up uh, your lines and your redundancy. You may want to pair an MPLS line with MIS, or maybe you want to move it all to MIS. But you're getting way more uh, uh, deployment options, um, which is, at the end of the day, 
allowing you to still achieve your business purposes of high availability and quality of service, but at a potentially significant cost savings. The other benefit here is also quality of service. Traditionally, things like voice traffic going over you know, public internet has been a, a very high challenge. Um, but with the convergence of functionalities like WANOP and other functions, uh, the ability to do traffic shaping and dynamic selection, QoS is achievable on things even like video and audio traffic over the network without being 100% reliant upon things like MIS. And so quality of service has gone way up. Am I deploying less hardware to the to the branch office or is it same amount of hardware? Well, it can be less hardware. Um, the WAN edge devices are a converged device uh, in a lot of cases, depending on the vendor that you select. Um, but but these devices are security. They're routing. They may even have WAN optimization incorporated in them. So rather than going to a traditional network closet and seeing multiple devices in there with lots of blinky lights, um, yes, it may fact very well be a converged device that has all those functions in it. Are any of these things able to be virtualized so that I can put them on a, a single box? Or am I still, maybe this goes back to that same question, do I still have a router and a firewall in my network closet, or is that now a, a virtualized appliance sitting on some uh, virtual machine? Yeah, all of this can absolutely be uh, virtualized. Now, not every branch office may have a virtualized infrastructure like, say, VMware ESXi to be able to host all this stuff. But if you have that, it certainly can all be virtualized and put right there into your virtualized compute environment. Uh, if the, the branch doesn't have a lot of heavy virtualized compute, and it may not because of all the SaaS applications and things like that, um, you can either use the purpose-built SD-WAN router that may have some converged functions on it, or you can use CPE devices that are a single device with a purpose-built virtualization layer just for SD-WAN technologies and its associated pieces uh, like security and WAN optimization. Gotcha, gotcha. So you mentioned application routing, uh, traffic routing, better stated. And with the growth of SaaS-based applications, can you can you talk a little bit more about what is the benefit to having an SD-WAN scenario when 40% of my application traffic is now uh, going to SaaS-based applications? Yeah, absolutely. With, uh, with, with the transition towards uh, SaaS-based applications, Salesforce, um, Office 365, Workday, Paylocity, some of those type of applications, more and more of the applications aren't sitting in the data center any longer. And it may not make sense to backhaul traffic into the data center to control all your security policies and things like that. So what SD-WAN has opened up and enabled is the ability to go to the data center for what you you need to get access to in the data center, but also go directly from that office, that branch office, directly to the SaaS application out there in the cloud. Um, and this is going, to, and, and you can control the access and the security policies wrapped around that. What that's going to do is it's going to obviously open up uh, the performance that the, experience, uh, that the end user has 
with those applications. So there's going to be much less frustration with, you know, working within those SaaS applications by allowing allowing users to get direct access, um, still wrapped within a secure environment, but direct access to those applications that your business has chosen to embrace. That makes sense. That makes sense. What are some of the use cases that you've seen in the market, different companies that are doing different things with SD-WAN? What have, what have you seen? Certainly SD-WAN has the right fit. And usually it comes around uh, organizations that have geographic uh, dispersity or a large number of branch offices, retail locations, manufacturing facilities, and those type of uh, environments. So I'd say the first use case is you've got a, a large geographical spread in your business. We do a lot of business with financial institutions that have uh, either you know traditional banking branch offices or they have financial brokerage offices. And so that's a good use case for SD-WAN. There's a high volume of those type of offices, and this is going to create a tremendous amount of benefit, not only to be able to get that fast, rapid access back to the data center where you have maybe some financial applications that they need data center access and high performance, but they also may be working in those those, uh, SaaS-based applications, and there's no reason to go through the data center on those. Another uh, a good use case, and really actually kind of the pioneering use case for SD WAN was retail, yeah. uh, where they have a lot of a lot of stores. They want to be able to stream things like uh, video and other things into those locations. But imagine their business problem. Uh, one of our retail customers spins up seasonal um, kiosks or seasonal stores, and in the traditional world, they would spend a lot of time waiting for network transits to get piped into those locations so they could do everything that they wanted to do. With SD-WAN, they can get access to things like public internet and other transits very, very quickly. We can get the WAN Edge device in a zero-touch model deployed out to that store, and they can they can very rapidly spin up a store location in just a few weeks uh, with SD-WAN, which could have taken many, many, many more weeks in the old model. So it's really opened up uh, the ability to to rapidly expand a business, to be able to add seasonal properties into that business and have a lot of agility that goes along with that. So, Kevin, that, that brings to mind challenges in the retail space that go back to security. So PCI, payment card industry data security standards, and the micro segmentation of the network does SD-WAN help solve some of the complexity uh, at the retail storefront level related to PCI? Absolutely. I mean, all, all the things that you need to segment the traffic uh, for payment card capabilities um, still exists. It might even open up the ability to leverage SaaS-based uh, payment transaction processing directly at the store rather than back hauling it all to the, uh, the data center. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously not a, <laughs> a PCI expert for retail here, but um, but I think you're right. I think that could be a great a great benefit that uh, yeah, it wouldn't I have to so. go all the way back uh, out. Yep. So the the other thing that comes to mind as we're talking about these use cases of the branch office is, does it all have to be cookie cutter? Is there some room 
for customization by location, if you will, when you're deploying SD-WAN? You can absolutely customize by location. The uh, SD-WAN technology supports building out multiple profiles um, based on the kind of location that you're enabling. So imagine you could have um, a small little sales office uh, profile that you push out and you could have a, a regional office that has more corporate functions associated with it. Uh, and push that out. Or you could even have partner locations and build policies around that. So it really is kind of up to your imagination as to how many different um, business intents you have around each of the locations. Those profiles can be built. And then they can also be cookie cutter stamped out and uh, applied to another site uh, moving forward. So it, it, it certainly has opened up the ability to customize uh, through business intent classifying each location. Kevin, I know you keep your eye on the on the market, the technology markets in a wide variety of technologies and, and products. What does the market look like in terms of SD-WAN? Yeah, so the, the market has been shaping up here for three or four years. And what we've seen here recently in the last year, year and a half, is the beginning of the startups uh, to be acquired by some of the bigger brands. So for example, Viptela was acquired by Cisco and um, Velo Cloud was acquired by VMware. And so we're, we're still in a pattern because there's well over 60 plus SD-WAN vendors. And we're still in a pattern of seeing some of these smaller ones acquired You know, recently. Oracle had acquired a, an SD-WAN vendor and whatnot. Um, and we're also still seeing companies, you know, traditional firewall companies, for example, I won't use any names, uh, start to relabel some of their their technology solutions as supporting SD-WAN because of the, the growth and the pattern here. So what we kind of expect moving forward is we, we expect a little bit more of the uh, consolidation of the market as this thing matures. But we're also seeing, uh, in our opinion, some very clear winners as well. We've seen folks like Cisco that have a lot of assets make some good moves, start to converge their portfolio around uh, through acquisition and through the existing portfolio around a fully uh, a full solution. We're seeing uh, companies who haven't been acquired at this point, like Silver Peak who really do have a best of breed technology solution, continue to innovate and innovate and innovate around this. And so what I would share with the listeners out there is we're beginning to see some clear winners in this space. Things will continue to change, but we're at a point where the market is adopting this technology. This is, um, if you don't call it mainstream today, you will be in a very short period of time. You're acquiring it either through upgrading your existing infrastructure and adding in SD-WAN features, or you're using the opportunity for a refresh to save costs and move to a best of breed solution. And I would urge everyone listening to this to figure out what their solution is over the next couple of years. Not because the technology is so compelling that they need to adopt the next version of this, but the business benefits are so compelling the cost savings are so compelling that if you're not doing this, you're probably going to get left behind from a competitive standpoint. You answered the the question that I was going to ask about uh, market consolidation and should customers be 
looking at SD-WAN today or should they wait? And it sounds like uh, you're recommending look at the architecture, don't don't wait, use your refresh cycles or or use an opportunity to upgrade your network now. Did I hear that right? Yeah, I'd, I'd say if, um, I'd say there, there's no reason really to wait too much longer. Certainly a strategic service provider like InterVision can kind of help guide you through which vendors are the most viable today. But I certainly wouldn't wait. I think we can probably point to a half dozen winners in this market today, even though there's there's 60 out there. And I would feel very, very confident and comfortable going with these half dozen or so vendors today and not worry about, you know, allowing the market to, to further shape and and uh, whatnot. We may see some additional folks that have a strong offering in the future, but I would say, you know, today there's there's a good half dozen or so that uh, we know are going to be winners uh, in the in the long run. So, Kevin, I always like to end before wrapping up and, and ask: Is there a question that I should have asked today that I didn't? Something that our audience needs to know about SD WAN that you need to be able to share before we wrap up. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today. What I would probably leave folks with is to really take a, a close look at SD-WAN and their, their WAN Edge security environment and uh, needs. Start looking at this. I, I, think, uh, I think folks will uh, find some compelling business benefits as well as cost savings associated with this. But I would urge everyone to take a look at this as uh as the market is the market is prime. Excellent. Thank you very much, Kevin. I appreciate your time today. When I look back at my notes, some of my takeaways from our conversation is that uh, SD-WAN is real. It's the first big change in 20 years uh, in networking, and it can provide significant business benefits, uh, even beyond cost savings, which is significant, error reduction, efficiency, and consistency, and flexibility uh, at the edge. So very strong call to action today for our listeners. If you've got a distributed environment where you've got branch offices or retail locations, multiple offices that you're trying to connect together, SD-WAN is something that should be on your technology roadmap. And if it isn't, you should add it very soon. Once again, thank you very much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, visit us at intervision.com. There'll be links to contact either Kevin or I there, and you can also see the show notes. For Kevin Van Monfrans, this is Jeff Tun. Until next time. You've been listening to the Status Go podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or get more information at intervision.com. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation, find InterVision on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you for listening. Until next time.